What's going on guys? Welcome to this episode of Hockey Prospect Report. I'm Frankie and you'll hear from Nick in a couple of seconds here. But before we get into this episode, I want to just quickly tell you about our sponsor, Customized Sports. Customized Sports offers you professional looking tackle twill jersey number kits that allow you to customize any jersey with any font and they give your jersey a nice professional look that otherwise wouldn't be there if you left it blank. You can find them at customizesports.com or on their Reddit or eBay page, customize-sports, and be sure to use code PROSPECT10 on checkout for your 10% discount. Thank you to Customize Sports for sponsoring us. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Hockey Prospect Report. I'm Nick here with my buddy Frankie, and we are here for another hockey report, talking more prospects. Frankie, are you ready to go? Oh shoot, he did it again. He only uploaded my audio. Way to go, Frankie. (laughs) 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 Nick, this is so (laughs) stupid. This is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That's our joke of the day for the for the ten people that know exactly what we're talking about. We know. We know. It was a good joke. We know. You don't have to tell us. This is so stupid. We it is stupid, but we we wanted to have some fun at the start of the episode. Oh my god! In all seriousness, though, are you ready to go, Frankie? We're talking prospects I today. I am. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, Frankie, 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 Frankie. We're getting right into it. First guy on the list, I really like. I really like him. You know what? Is there anything you want to say before I get into it? Because I'm I'm kind of excited. Um, other than that, like we're, we're continuing today, we're continuing on with the first round of guys that were just picked recently that we hadn't covered yet. So today it's Ridley, Greg, Brendan Brisson. Tuesday, we did Shakir Mukhamadoulin and Igor Chinnikov. We had reversed the order of those two where they were picked and Nick wanted to do it again today. And I said, no, we're doing it in the order they were drafted because it bothered me last time. Yeah, so. Frankie's just got too much OCD right now, but it's it's okay. We will accommodate for Frankie. It's all good. We got you, Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> no problem at all. Okay, okay. So we're starting with the guy who got picked first this time, rightfully so, in my eyes. Well, Ridley. Not Greg. first, 28th. For first of the, sorry, you're right. My bad. First of these two picks. He was the first guy to get picked. Ridley yes. Gregg. I really like Ridley Gregg. He's a prick. <laughs> in the best way possible. <laughs> yes. I, I mean that as a compliment. Fantastic. I'm, I'm very, very surprised with that. Like, remember, if you remember last week, Nick, I, I told you I was looking down the size and weight chart. And Ridley Gregg at 163 really stood out to me. And I almost had a moment of, oh my god, this guy's never going to survive in the NHL. Right. I had no idea Ridley Gregg was this big of a pain in the ass. Dude, he's tiny too. I mean, I, I not tiny, but like, he's like, he's 160, like you said. The guy's oh, a twig. He's small. He is small but, right now. Dude, he's he's watching him, man. He's a T'Chuck times 10. I mean, he's he's a total ass, but okay, I love that- it. That might be a little bit excessive. Okay. For either to Chuck. No, no. <laughs> the I was going to say this later, but I'll, I'll say it now since you made your comparison. Reminds me of Brennan Gallagher. Is who it reminds me of. Yeah. 
I like that. They're both smaller guys. They're they're not hefty. They're they're small guys and and they're pains in the ass. Like when when I saw Ridley Gregg going around hitting guys at 5'11-160, I'm like, oh my god. Dude, this guy came to play. Well, he, he he's like he's a fast skater too, and, he and he's really uses it uh, mixed with his aggression really well. I saw one clip where I guess uh, the other team was, you know, waiting to, to regroup or cycle back around. They were behind their own net, and he comes charging in it. God only knows, 40 miles an hour. And, I mean, he just uses aggression to get the puck away. And, um, yeah. <laughs> um, did you see his – I just want to say this. Did you see that double knockout fight that he yes. had against, I think, Westridge? Yes, that was wild. <laughs> that was yeah. insane, man. I thought I just – that was that was kind of That – I don't think I've ever seen two guys punch one another at the same time and just knock each other out before. <laughs> like, that looks like some NHL 21 glitch. The guy had some height on him, too, eh? He did. I think he did. And it, it, that was, um, for, like, again, for a guy who's 5'11", 160, you don't expect him to just drop the gloves like that. Oh, I know, man. I didn't see that coming at all. From I'm, Well, after watching all the clips that I did see from him, I wasn't shocked, but... um. For a guy that small, you don't expect him to drop the gloves ever. You just don't see yeah. that happen. I want to, I want to pop over to um, Brennan Gallagher quickly, and I, I want to talk about what makes him such a good player for the Montreal Canadiens because he's a guy that I see all the time. Right? He's he's really the straw that stirs the drink in Montreal. You need you need a big play. He's gonna make it. But what's he gonna do for you? He's gonna keep the energy high. You know, he's gonna go make a big hit. He's gonna go start talking trash to the other team he's gonna get in their face he's gonna piss them off he's gonna get them off their game it's the same kind of deal with brady to chuck in ottawa as well same deal with matthew to chuck in calgary like these are the kind of guys that come playoff time if they're talented they're real pains in the ass to see ottawa now a team that's seen a ton of brennan gallagher got their own with brady to chuck you're adding another guy like that plus i think he's a spectacular playmaker nick He's smart with his aggression. He knows when to pounce on you. He knows when to capitalize on on stealing the puck and getting involved in scrums. He has a really good defensive sense. You know, he's not one that's just going around hitting guys just because mm-hmm. it's fun. Um, he he knows he picks his battles well. And it's fun to dish out punishment too, right? Everybody loves to dish out the punishment. But one thing that I liked about Ridley Gregg, again, a guy who's 5'11", 160, not a big guy at all. He did not shy away from taking a big hit to make a play. If you needed him to chip the puck in past a guy, he would get smoked to do it. If he needed to make a pass out of the defensive end, he'd get smoked to do it. Like, there, there was one clip where he was playing P- Prince Albert. He got smoked by a guy who's probably 50 to 60 pounds heavier than he is. Like, that's, that's what it takes to win. You have to have guys who want to take a punishment, take a beating to win a game. Sorry, Daniel Carcillo. That's that's the truth. Like, if you want to win a hockey game, you got to block a shot. You got to take a hit, right? Nobody's saying that has to be to your head, but you got to you got to block a shot. You got to take a hit. That's what wins you hockey games. And <laughs> I'm still laughing at the car bomb. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. We haven't we never talked about that comment he made on Twitter on this show, but I think that was uh, that was a stupid tweet he made. Uh, what, what did he tweet again? Remind the, me. The what NHL he said. had tweeted out of, um, after Tampa won the cup. They had tweeted out a uh, a, a series of videos of oh with the big, shot block a compilation right? of block shots and Carcillo oh, yeah. made a comment about how that's awful. Uh, Nick, I just want to point out to 
Daniel Jones just had wide open grass for a touchdown and just tripped over his own two feet after about a 90 yard run. Oh, I'm watching it right now. He's, That's he's pretty getting... embarrassing. Oh, yikes. That's bad. That's really rough, dude. That's, that's, that's... really bad. <laughs> anyway, this is a hockey show, but that was spectacular. Like, that's an easy touchdown. He just tripped over his own two feet. Anyway, Ridley Gregg, I back him. <laughs> well, anyways, um, yeah, the car bomb tweet, like, get out of here, Carcillo. I'm sorry. Like, I get he went through it. All right, whatever. Really, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, I agree with a lot of stuff Daniel Carcillo has to say, but like mental health and all that stuff. That was such a terrible tweet. But like really blocking shots to uh, is, is it okay? Are you serious? That's what it takes to win a hockey game. That's what you sign up for. It, it, right. That's what you're getting paid millions of bucks to do and play a freaking sport. Grow up. Um, Ridley Greg is the perfect player that Ottawa needs right now, though, because... Not only do they now have Brady to Chuck to be their number one prick, now they got another prick on their team. I'm not using prick, by the way, in a way to degrade him. No, like he's I mean, a, that a compliment for he's, those. He's listening. a thorn in your like, side on the ice. Uh huh. And he, like having another guy like him on Ottawa, man, they're going to be a team in a year that teams are going to hate to play because they're just going to be so obnoxious and aggressive and up your butt the entire 60 minutes. The issue with Greg, though is other than that nothing he does is is amazing right like he doesn't have an a, a, an amazing shot i think he's a good playmaker is he going to be good enough at the next level that's now your question he's a pain to play against though so he's got that going for him you know he's going to be tough enough to play at the next level the question is though at 160 511 he's not ready now when can you get him ready can you get him to the point where he can be ready because that's also a question. Just because he can put on weight doesn't mean he's going to, you know, actually be able to do it. Or even then, let's say he puts on, like, let's say he gets to 190. How does that affect his skating? How, does, does he slow down? Does he lose a step? Does he get faster with it? You know, that's the other thing. Like, he's, he's a good skater now, but he's, he's, again, he doesn't have all kinds of weight to carry around with him. Well, it's kind of like a similar situation with, uh brandon lemieux is kind of the situation i'm relating to he is another guy that's known to be really gritty and tough but he doesn't exactly have a great skill set that'll carry him up to that top six role and he was drafted in 2014 and he didn't start playing nhl hockey until the 2017-18 season so and he had the same concerns though too when he was drafted as he wasn't big enough yeah he was aggressive but he wasn't necessarily physically ready as far as you know size goes so similar situation and uh i mean it's tough to tell whether when he'll be in the nhl but i think he'll be in a little bit earlier than lemieux because he's just so aggressive right now in juniors just looking at his numbers too it does kind of surprise me that he scored 26 goals in 2019-20 i know like i know i didn't find too much about the way he shoots the puck I, i i just see that he has a quick release like he's got an okay shot. He He's not going to score the Senators a mass amount of goals. Whose shoulder does that fall on? Is that Tim Stutzel's job? Could be. Is it Brady Tuck's job? Probably not. I, I don't think Brady Tuck's your goal scorer on that team. Who's that who, Who's that purebred sniper on the Senators that scores scores them goals? I, I think it's just going to be a group effort, to be honest. It's going to have to be. That's, it has to because you don't have, not only did 
Duclair walk away from an offer, and now he's probably kicking himself. But, Is it uh, Evgeny Dadnov, maybe? Like, yeah, he honestly he might be one of your biggest offensive weapons now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's on another note. That's a, that was a really good signing mm-hmm. for them, I have to say. That was a huge signing. The defense is um, still question marks because Jake Sanderson's not going to be ready. You still got Thomas Chabot. Like you've got some good players, but the defense is questionable. Yeah, I, they're a couple pieces away from doing something. They have their goalie now too, and you have a great offensive core now. Young group of forwards and you know veteran pieces. So absolutely, but, absolutely. Yeah, so um, I, I really like the Ridley Gregg pick. Um, I mean, we've pretty much said all that there is to him as far as his upside goes. Like you said, his downside is just getting bigger, you know? <laughs> yeah, and his um, his weight fluctuates based on where you look to. If you look on Elite Prospects, he's actually listed as 159 pounds. So to say he's small is an understatement. Like there, there's guys, again, I'll go back to the, the short, not small. Ridley Gregg is, he's not short, but he's small. Kind of the inversion of Marco Rossi. Which is something that can be fixed. Right, I like guess. it's easier you to know? get bigger. I mean, bigger. You, you can put on weight it's than e- get taller. You can't get taller. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's easier to get bigger than it is to get taller. Unless you yeah, do some so. kind of like medieval body stretching or something. Ten pairs of socks on the skates, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Extra couple. <laughs> hey, man, there used to be a referee that uh, refereed my games occasionally that had wooden blocks on his skates. That gave him about an extra three inches. What? Yeah. In his skates? Like on uh, on the um, the holder, like that plastic bit. He kind of he pulled oh. it off and he put like like two or three two by fours in there to to give him some extra height. The ref, I think he was he was probably about like four foot max though. Why though? So he could see. Well, well, I mean, you're refing peewee kids. We were taller than four foot. So that's all right. Anyway, you know, I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. Ridley Gregg <laughs> needs a fat suit or some sort of thing. Marco Rossi needs wooden planks in his skates. There we go. We yeah. just fix everything. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Ridley Gregg, Gregg to just tie weights to his hips. Add twenty pounds right there. I think that'll do more harm than good. Nah, he's got extra weight to throw around. Though. If anything, it'll... <laughs> you can throw the weights at the other guys. There you go. So, okay. Tinfoil okay. only gloves for fights. Extra knockouts. Tinfoil? Yeah. Where are you... Who puts tinfoil in their gloves? <laughs> Did they do that in Slapshot? I don't know. Was it tinfoil? I think it was tinfoil. Tinfoil on tape. I think. I don't know. I didn't watch that movie very much. Who knows? Anyway... Brandon Brisson, Vegas Golden Knights pick number 29 overall, I believe, 29? Yeah, mm-hmm. 29. Yeah. He's a... Uh, University of Michigan commit, so he will not be coming, signing any contract with the Golden Knights this year. So if you're a Knights fan, don't expect him to be there. It voids his eligibility to go play for Michigan, so he won't do it. He'll be kicking ass in Michigan. That team is loaded going will into next know? year, by like, the way. How, how much... Um, no, I, I guess you'll see a bunch of ice time if he's an NHL draft pick. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, no, because my mind goes to um, freshmen don't get a ton of ice time, but that's usually for guys that haven't been drafted yet. Yeah, I mean... You're the college guy. They they also have... I don't know if you started looking at a next year's draft. Well, you have, because you sent me... Okay. I have a little bit. We're going to... Actually, in the coming weeks, we're going to do a way too early look at the 2021 draft. 
they have a loaded roster yes. going into next year. Um, they have like a th- there's like three or four guys that are expected to go in the the first two rounds, and okay. I mean he'll still get ice time no matter what. I don't know all the details on those picks. I would love to go over them at some point though, which we, we will. will absolutely. Uh huh. And um, well, hopefully they get a lot of ice time to begin with as far as college hockey goes. That's another story though. Um, but yeah, I, he'll get ice time just because he is an NHL draft pick. And, you know, despite that being a heavy team, he'll get some good lucks too. You know, what's weird for me though, Nick, like you watch Brendan Brisson about the same amount as I did. What would you say his number one strength is? Oh dude, puck control. Puck control. Would mm-hmm. you put shooting near and, the top? Put, I would, I can't put one at the top because he's equally as good as a playmaker as he is a sniper. I, I, you can't call him a, a purebred sniper because of his ability to make plays. Is it not weird to you that Brendan Brisson, Ridley Gregg actually scored more goals in the WHL last year than Brisson did in the USHL? Which which is like kind of weird too because Brandon, and correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't like elite. I looked at the standings. They were, I think, like third in the division, right? Brandon, I mean, they weren't. No, like, I don't know. They weren't, they weren't, they, um, I, I just had it. Yeah, so they were third in their division last year, and it's not like they were a loaded team. Michigan was still a he good team. He didn't play team. for Michigan. He played for, um, he played in the USHL no, with the Chicago no, no, Steel. No. Oh, right, 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 right. But, um, okay. Yeah, you're right. My bad. Um, but anyways. The Steel were, like, one of the best teams in the league, though, I believe. Were they? Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I, as far as his ability, though, goes... Like, you could put shooting as his top strength. I wouldn't say goal scoring though is his biggest attribute though. He can do everything equally as good. I thought I saw most of his highlight reels on on YouTube and such were just him scoring one timer goals. And I started mm-hmm. to question like, was every goal that he scored this way? Like, were they all him sitting in the middle or at the bottom of the circle with a wide open net to? To go bar down on, I mean, yeah, and I mean, he's he's honestly, I would describe him as the quarterback of the offense because, yeah, as a quarterback of the offense, you're making it making plays, and if you're not making plays with the puck, and the, you know all your other guys have the puck, you're usually in the right spot, so to speak, and and you know ready to shoot for the most part. You, you know, you're you're in that spot to control the whole offense. So um, that doesn't surprise me that they're all one timers, but it's good to know that. He is always in the right spot, and he knows when what plays to make when he has the puck. Yeah. I'm just pulling up to see where. Yeah, so the Chicago Steel last year went 41-7-1. So, wow. like, ridiculously <laughs> good team. This year, I believe they just got Adam Fantilli, who was supposed to be the number one overall pick in the OHL, who said he would only play for London, who got drafted by Saginaw, one pick before London, just to spite them. So that's that's another name to watch if you're if you're a junior hockey fan or Screw USA you, exactly like <laughs> the the thing <laughs> I I thought that was absolutely hilarious when that happened. <laughs> Nobody likes London, dude. Nobody everybody knew he would go play Not for London. All. So <laughs> if you're a Saginaw Spirit, London Knights, or Chicago Steel fan or USHL fan in general, that's another name to watch. But the Chicago Steel just got even better. As far as him in Michigan, like is this kid just gonna play on stacked teams the entire way? I wouldn't be shocked because 
he is most likely he will I, he will get time a, a lot of time playing with Michigan. So I wouldn't be shocked to see him have an absolutely killer year with some of the guys that he's going to be playing with because he's going to be on that top six forward group with you know Michigan's heavy weapons. I mean, he, I wouldn't be shocked to see him have a fantastic year and go high in the draft rankings. But with that said, if he does go high in the rankings, then you worry about it. it'll be on a. I don't know. We'll see. Um, team USA and the uh, USHL, that is the development team, is it not? Say it one more time. I'm sorry. Team USA and the USHL, that is the development team, right? Yes. How did they finish 25-21-1-1? Good question. <laughs> how, do you, how do you build a team of anybody you want and suck? Yeah, that's really bad. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> that's I don't, I don't understand how that happens i don't have an explanation to be honest <laughs> that's like putting team canada in the ohl and then finishing in the middle of the pack like come on that's like being t- team canada and finishing middle in the middle of the pack like, exactly team canada period <laughs> what should be interesting is what brandon brisson does at the world juniors this year that is a player that i'm watching in the world juniors for sure first of all I'm just excited that World Juniors are happening, period. Yes. Because I'm stoked to see some of these guys like Brandon Brisson. With the NHL canceling their outdoor game and their all-star game this year, we know that they won't start probably January. They probably won't start January 1st. They'll probably start middle of January, if I had to guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I wouldn't be shocked if they did like February 1st. Exactly. If they're canceling the all-star game, too. what, What do we have for hockey between now and then? Mark your calendars. December 26th, World Juniors. Let's go. Like, they're going to be bubbled. We're playing. We know that. We know the schedule already. Set your calendars. That's a tournament to watch. Because at the end of the day, when it comes down to next year's draft, Nick, that might be all we have. The OHL is supposedly trying to start December 1st. I'll roll my eyes and say, yeah, yeah, sure. No one's starting until 2021. No. I mean, obviously the Q has already in KHL, but no the one The Q is. is suspended operations in Quebec for now. So they've stopped playing in, in Quebec. The Maritimes are still playing, but how many players playing North American hockey, that World Juniors is going to be all they get. That's a big tournament this year. As we get closer, hopefully we can provide you guys with some info on how to watch as we get closer oh i guarantee you i'm gonna be in this it'll be somewhere we'll be able to watch it here in the states at least absolutely we will have to there's up in canada there's no question but (laughs) nick there's no hockey going on in so there it's got to be somewhere in the states so i'm in the same boat as all of the other fellow americans trying to watch this game or this tournament so give you some info when we get closer like i'm stoked I don't know what that American team's going to look like, but I'd I'd be it, it's probably safe to assume Brandon Brisson will be there, Jake Sanderson will probably be there. You're gonna see some four like, other University of Michigan guys. There's there's going to be a fair amount of players there that are gonna be very 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 good. So that's that's a tournament to watch. Team Canada, what Alexis Lafreniere, Quentin Byfield will probably be back. It, it's gonna be fun. Marco Rossi's gonna get his chance to play Germany's going to be pretty solid with uh, Tim Stutzel. You've got uh, some other guys there as well, for sure. Sweden's going to be amazing as normal. They probably will not win a gold they, medal. They also might have um, 
um, Portillo, who is also the goalie for Michigan, who is Swedish. So he will potentially join that team. Too. Drew Camaso could potentially be one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It. So uh, this is going to be a fun year for, for uh, World Juniors, man. I'm fired up. Normally, though, like guys like Alexis Lafreniere, Quentin Byfield, Lucas Raymond, Tim Stutzel, like those guys wouldn't be at the World Juniors because they'd be with their NHL team. This year, there's no NHL team to be with. They will be at the mm-hmm. World Juniors. Like, this is going to be one of the best World Junior tournaments we've had in a very, very long time. Unfortunately, there's going to yeah. be no fans, but the whole world should have their eyes turned at this, especially hockey eyes. Like, you should be watching this tournament. And I know we've gotten away from uh, Brandon Brisson here, but... Well, I mean, this is still a big time for him to also prove himself Absolutely. there. I mean, we shouldn't just be looking at him playing in Michigan and proving himself, as with any other prospect. This is a big time for people to start taking note and getting an idea of who we're about to see in the NHL in the next few years. You know, this is where you see them play at their very best. This is where they're playing at the top of their game is the World Juniors playing for their country. Yeah. So one one last thing on, on Brisson, and it's going to be on the negative side. His skating doesn't wow me. There's, yeah, there's, one play, there's one play where he picks off a pass that's going D to D. He should be gone. He should be he should be so far gone, but he gets caught. So that that's something that that's the area to work on. His his skating is not quite there, and I think if he can get his skating there, like it's going to open up more spots for him to score. It's going to open up more passing lanes. Like right now, his foot speed just isn't there. That's got to improve. And he's already a good size player too. He's six foot one eighty five. That's yeah. on the prospects what they have him as, and that he can. He's already got a. He's already a big dude to begin with, an average size, I should say, and, and he can put on, you know, some more weight, get better at skating, and he'll be a, a well-rounded player, you know, yeah. if he can work on his strength in skating, and he'll have the puck skills to complement that. I think that's about all I need to say. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up for Brisson. I know we kind of steered away from him and talked about, you know, a lot of other things regarding prospects, but it's all good, because it's a prospect show, right? It is. It is. So, it works. It works. So... Um, that will definitely be an event we will be covering mm-hmm. as we get closer because that's that's big. That's big. Yeah, there's it's gonna be a big month. Tune in to I, I know for us Canadians we have big time shows, right? Like we when they when the team is named, we have a, a team naming show. All of the pre tournament games are broadcasted. It's it's a spectacle. Finding out who's gonna be on Team Canada is a big deal here. I don't know if the Americans do the same. I don't know if the European countries do the same. But check it out. Like, get into the World Juniors this year. That's that's my recommendation. Nick, I know you've never been into it, but this year, you better be into it. Uh, well, no. I, let me stop you there. I've always wanted to be into it. I've always looked at the rosters. I've always cared about, you know, who's on the team and kind of taking note who's coming in. But I never could. Well, you never got it's into never, Canada's big W last it's, year. It's, it's never... <laughs> It's not aired here, so I can't get into it. But this, okay, well, part of it is also I didn't really do a lot of digging, you know, to, to find some programs. But this year, bet your butt I'm going to be watching as many games as I can. You better. I will. I'll hold you to that. We're, we're going to watch them together, Frankie. Oh, no, we're not, because I'm crazy. You don't That's okay. You don't want to watch me when Team Canada's playing. I like you because you're crazy, Frankie. <laughs> 
We're gonna watch it together. The passion, unless unless you decide not to, but that's fine. The passion comes out when the Canadian junior kids are playing. Oh yeah, that's like bigger that's, than the 67s. I don't know about bigger, but like you're talking about a team of guys from from teams. A lot of which players come from teams I hate or dislike. Like I don't like seeing players from London do super well, but at the same time, it, they're 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 the Canadians. They they are the team Canada this year. So of course I I'm gonna we're gonna have a good time with it, Nick. Of course. Fair deal. Fair deal. It kind of it kind of sucked to see Akil Thomas score in a way because you know from a rival team, but it didn't matter because that Akil Thomas goal was bigger than anything. That's what I'm saying. It's the same thing with the Olympics when it was good. <laughs> you didn't care who was on the team. Was, they're the they're the Canadians or they're the Americans, you know, or whoever rooting for i mean it was crazy though like the sochi olympics i really didn't care too much about it was odd really it was, I odd. Did. It was cool dude i watched i would watch the games at what five o'clock in the morning whenever they were on here and then go to my games that i had to play not even we would watch them in the locker room not even remotely close to the vancouver olympics or canadian world juniors not even not even close not even close oh no but i don't know i enjoyed sochi a lot it was good it was fun seeing Somehow Slovenia getting into the the Olympics, thanks to Kopitar. Yeah, <laughs> and the the most recent Olympics too sucked because we all knew who would win the gold. Mm-hmm. This tournament mm-hmm. is it's a it's a big it's a big deal, Nick. I wonder I wonder how big it is to our European listeners. Like is that's, this like a big deal to them too. I wonder. That's something I've questioned. Let us know. But I've also seen like, I don't know. They're they're the tournaments are less attended when they're over there, of course, because the Canadians care the most. That's why we host every two years, <laughs> but mm-hmm. they're the tournaments are pretty well attended when they're in Europe. Just when they're in the states, nobody cares. Yeah, well, because no one even knows it exists here. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so this, okay, this one well, will be terribly attended, but whatever. We'll we'll, we'll end it here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'll have what the coach will be there. A couple of referees hey, will be there. Speaking of coach of Team Canada and general manager, both sixty sevens. Andre Tourney is the head coach. James Boyd oh. is the uh, the general manager. Two fantastic role uh, candidates for those jobs. Okay. Couldn't be happier. Best general manager in the OHL with James Boyd. And 67's best head coach since Brian Kilray. Happy birthday, Brian Kilray. Belated birthday. Belated birthday. He's getting up there. All right, Nick. He's let's not. No, no, stop. Stop talking about that, okay? <laughs> All right. I think that's enough for today. I think we vented enough. We've talked about enough. It's time to call it a day. Plus, I got All right. Now. As usual, hit us up on socials if you want to hear some. We're HPR Podcast on Facebook. And we're HPR underscore podcast on Twitter. Send us a message. You want to hear a player? Let us know. We got you. Fit them on there. We'll talk about them. Break them down. Anything else you got to say? Of course you do. You got to shout out your stuff, Frank. Yeah. Shout out your stuff. So you can follow me on Twitter at HPR underscore Frankie 13. The Titans fans have finally stopped, so my account is no longer private. <laughs> we've won the war. We have we've won the <laughs> war, but it was at a massive cost. They've backed down. <laughs> and I now have a separate sports account, so that's more of a professional account now. I don't tweet my opinions about the Bills, so you can go ahead and follow me. Uh if uh, you hated my Bills takes, which you probably did. But whatever. You can follow Nick Frankie. at Siegs62B. 
because he still doesn't have any HPR branding. Another episode where you're saying this this crap again. I'm going to do it. I just like... All right, I'm going I'm to do it. I'm going to do it right now. The second we are done... You know what? We're going to do it on the air really quick. We're going to do it right now, Frankie. I'm going to log into Twitter, and I'm going to change it. Um, it's on the record, right? Sure. Doing it right now. Anyways. I'm going to censor out your new at, though. You, you, you made your... your you're gonna censor it why would you censor it why wouldn't i they gotta know where to get me okay i'm having a tough time finding where to change the username so so next time we're gonna make sure that i have it by then (laughs) so by the time this goes up i'm gonna have a new twitter it'll be hpr seegs that's what we're gonna make it hpr s-e-i-g-s that'll be it follow me hit me up frankie by the way you made your, your twitter profile private weak <laughs> i know according to the titans man it, i know trust me <laughs> when i block you i check on what you're saying cool <laughs> yeah okay okay that's enough for today as for usual from now on we'll see you guys on tuesday for another episode of the hockey prospect report we'll see you then peace out thank you for making it to the end of this episode of hockey prospect report Before we let you go, we want to remind you quickly one more time about our sponsors, Customized Sports. If you don't remember, Customized Sports offers you a high-quality looking Tackle Twill jersey kit that gives your jersey a professional look that you wouldn't otherwise have if you left it blank. You can find them at CustomizeSports.com or on their Reddit or eBay page, Customized-Sports. And when you go to check out, be sure to use code PROSPECT10 for your 10% discount. Thank you for sponsoring us, and we'll see you guys next week.